Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people, live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Happy Friday. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon, my co-host. And on this Friday, before we get to our topic to talk about, we have breaking news. This from CNN. At least 18 people have been killed in shootings in central Paris as of late today, according to the CNN affiliate BFMTV reporting. The network reported there was a hostage situation at one of three sites where shootings took place. So please understand there were three sites where there were shootings. One is a hostage situation. Uh, The ongoing hostage situation was at a theater named Bataclan. There was a lockdown at the Stade de France, uh, the French stadium, due to possible explosions, according to the French media. Actually, the president, Francois Hollande, was at the stadium. He was watching France play world champions Germany in a friendly soccer match, but he actually had left early to go to the interior ministry. Police were outside the scene of one of the shootings, which is a restaurant in the 10th district, the 10th arrondissement. Lila, uh, excuse me, Lilia Melconian, who is a reporter for France 2, told CNN the neighborhood where this restaurant is has many restaurants. These restaurants were packed with patrons, um, and uh, she said the authorities were evacuating that area. A witness also told the press that firefighters were on the scene to treat the injured. As you know, this is another attack. We do not know if it's terrorist-related, but we do know that there are three Several people have been killed in the Paris shooting. Right now we are being told that at least 18 people have been killed. There are shootings at three different places, one of which has a hostage situation. Um, As you know, um, earlier uh, this year there were 12 killed, 11 wounded at Charlie Hebdo in January. And um, also um, the Jewish grocery store, there were more than a dozen people hostage for of those were killed. Um, I share that with you because that's what's being shared by the press. Um, everyone's assuming that this is terrorist activity, especially because it's three different places at one time. But nobody is uh, confirming that as of yet. That is uh, the assumption um, right now. We will keep you abreast of the situation as we go uh, throughout the hour. We cannot really talk about this 
much more than to say our our thoughts and prayers need to be with these people, these hostages, these families, uh, these injured um, in uh, France, in my favorite city, Paris. And um, again, um, we do not know what has happened uh, with the shooters. Uh, We do not know uh, the situation except right now, according to CNN and their affiliate BFM-TV reporting, at least 18 people have been killed in central Paris, three separate places, three separate shootings, one a hostage situation, and one of the shootings they say – uh, but, well, they said at the Stade de France there was a lockdown because the president was there, but he had left. Um, so we're not even, you know, confirmed as to uh, where all the shootings were. Was there, in fact, a shooting at the Stade de France? We do know that there was a shooting in the 10th arrondissement at a restaurant. We're all three in that arrondissement, that 10th district, if you will. And um, right now the breaking news is that several people have been killed in the Paris shooting. Um, that uh, 18 were killed, seven others injured, uh, and that police are at the scene outside a restaurant in the 10th arrondissement. Um, we are um, assuming at this point that this um, is the the neighborhood where Lilia Melkonian, a reporter for France 2, who's been uh, at the scene and speaking with CNN, um, and uh, they're, they're trying to explain. I'm just trying to give you everything as it comes up here. Um, on CNN, uh, via CNN, and we will keep you abreast of that situation. Brad. Yeah, that's a horrible situation. And no, it's just it's just terrible. Any any time you know we hear and, way, uh, here are the latest developments. Paris are telling uh, Paris police have confirmed to CNN there were three attacks. Attackers reportedly used AK-47 automatic weapons. Now, American gun enthusiasts are going to have a field day with this because France has extremely strict gun control laws as a nation and especially in that city. There were one or two explosions at the Stade de France, the French stadium, where the soccer game was being held, where President Francois Hollande was seated and he left before these explosions occurred, allegedly. Um, At least 18 people have been killed in the shootings. This was in central Paris. And uh, they did report there was a hostage, was, they're saying, a hostage situation at one of the three sites where the uh, shootings took place. The hostage situation, now they're saying, is ongoing at a theater named Bataclan. And like I mentioned, there was a lockdown at the stadium because of possible explosions. Now they're saying there were one or two explosions um, there. Uh, If these, uh, obviously, I think we can assume that the three of these were orchestrated and um, several people have been killed in the parachuting. They're reporting three attacks using AK-47 automatic weapons and one or two explosions at the stadium, whereas the president was. They are reporting that 18 people have uh, been uh, killed. Uh, we will keep you, like I said, abreast of uh, what is going on there, and uh, we will look for any more information. My crew will give us updated information um, as it comes in. Uh, that is the latest. Brett, I don't even know. Do we talk about Donald Trump now in this hour, or do we you know, switch to that? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to – I say I don't know what to do. I don't know if there's much more that we can um, you know, say about this. How about we leave it to our listeners? Listen, if you have something to say about these – Three attacks, the weaponry used, the possible hostage situation, the uh, possibilities they're reporting of one or two explosions at the stadium where the French president was, 
what you believe this to be, what could be done, how does this change our daily lives or does it because we are here, it is there, we watch from afar, though we certainly have been victims of terrorism and we don't know if this is terrorism. I think it, we're all going to assume that. Um, if you have something to say about this situation in Paris, pick up the phone and join us, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543, and we'll continue to give you updates um, as they uh, come in. Once again, police have uh, Paris police are confirming to CNN there were three separate attacks, and the reporters, uh, they reportedly used AK-47 automatic weapons. Um, how do we know that? I don't know. Uh, do we have uh, the suspects uh, in custody, or are they dead? Uh, we don't know. We will uh, find out more and keep you abreast of this situation. Uh, Brad, anything you want to say before we, we we will include the topic we were originally going to discuss, Donald Trump's rants uh, yesterday, which seem so much less uh, significant. Uh, go ahead, Brad. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, sadly, uh They've raised the death total. You said it was an ongoing situation, and sadly, uh, they've raised the death uh, total to 26 people now. According uh, to uh, which source? Uh, that's according to AP, Associated Press. According to AP. Okay, you you have 26 uh, total. Okay, I still have 18 on all of the sources I uh, am looking at. Um, I, I, go ahead. What do you What do you have from? Well, I, I guess you know. I have a feeling, you know, again, I don't, you know, no one knows, but i, I got to believe this is going to come back down to ISIS. Uh, and it's interesting because yesterday uh, there were a couple developments on the ISIS front. Uh, first of all, uh, the Kurds, uh, who seem to be the only group that were really interested in fighting ISIS, uh, went across the Kurdish border and captured a town in Iraq uh, that was held uh, by ISIS. Uh, the other thing that happened is yesterday a U.S. drone missile uh, killed two key ISIS leaders. Uh, and somehow I think all three of these stories are going to end up being, you know, coming together, unfortunately. Well, I hope you're wrong. Fear you are right. Uh, then again, um, you know that that would not be, um, the, you, you know, surprising with this type of a group. As a matter of fact, I'm wondering if it's in retaliation for the death of Jihadi John today. Um, yeah. You, uh, the uh, latest you have, which is correct. Now I am seeing from. Um, Huffington Post, uh, Charlotte Halford, who's a world reporter there, Associated Press, and others, a shootout in a restaurant and a series of explosions in Paris have left at least 26 people dead now, according to French police. Police also said there is the hostage situation still underway. That is in the Bataclan Theater. Uh, France 24 is reporting there are 70 hostages inside that theater it is not immediately clear whether the incidents are connected, but I'm assuming they are. Um, the explosions took place near the uh, Paris Stade de France during a soccer match between France and Germany. Like I said, the French president, Francois Hollande, was there. He was evacuated from the match. It wasn't that he just went to the interior ministry for a meeting um, and left early. Apparently, he was evacuated uh, from the match, uh, both he and the interior minister um, were returned to the interior ministry safely. They were evacuated. Um, and um, they were evacuated. Bodies littered uh, the streets of central Paris like a war zone. 
uh, the police had said just minutes ago there were 20 dead, and now they're saying uh, 26. Um, they show bodies outside the restaurant on the ground. They do show police at the scene. The restaurant name that we see bodies outside of is called La Carillon. It is in the 10th arrondissement. Um, uh, victims were laying on the pavement there, uh, and police officials in France did report there was a shootout in that restaurant. There was also an explosion in a bar near the stadium. Uh, they're not clear if these uh, events are linked, and we're not even clear where all the explosions are. Were they near the stadium at that bar, at the stadium? Because we, ha- we hear there are one or two explosions um, at the stadium, but then now we're hearing it was at a bar near the stadium, and like I said, the news just keeps uh, keeps uh, changing. But it is true that rescue workers and medics are working. There are victims at the Paris restaurant, some wounded, some dead. Police um, reported to a shootout at that restaurant, and there was also an explosion in a bar near the stadium. Like I said, it is unclear if these are linked at this time. And we're also being told there were three separate separate situations um, so, you know, we're going to uh, keep you abreast as we get uh, more uh, breaking information and more news here. Uh, Brad, uh, your bets on this being linked? I, I, I bet I would bet serious money that it is. Uh, I, I think, you know, what I was thinking as I was watching this horrible thing uh, is that this is a classic example of how a tragic event can change the nature of a presidential race. Uh, if this had ha- if this something like this happened a year from now, uh, well, no, uh, you know, nine months from now, it could completely change the presidential race uh, because all of a sudden, instead of talking about the economy, we'd be talking about terrorism. And it's one of the reasons why things change so quickly uh, in politics because you can never anticipate things like this, uh, and it's uh, you know just very sad. I, we have that part of the country, uh, that part of the world is a cancer sore. Uh, and when you we, say it affects the presidential, does this does this hurt a Ben Carson who clearly is um, a moron with foreign policy? Does this hurt a Donald Trump who says, I'm going to let Putin handle ISIS and we see what's happening in Syria and we saw a Russian plane come down and a refugee crisis made worse perhaps by Russia and by Putin? Uh, and, and, uh, and, and does it help Hillary because she was Secretary of State or does it hurt her because Democrats are often viewed weak on terrorist terrorism and such attacks. Well, I agree. It, it really does help Hillary Clinton a lot. If you look at the polls, I mean, voters have some doubts about Hillary Clinton. There's no doubt about that. But if you ask people what they like about Hillary Clinton, it's it, she's tough, uh, and that's what you know. This crisis. And, you know, another one like it will increase the likelihood that voters will want somebody who has a steady hand, who's calm, uh, and I think the experience to deal with this thing, and that's Hillary Clinton. I think voters would have a hard time. You know, Donald Trump loses his temper and his cool at the drop of a hat. That's not the kind of person Americans want uh, to be in charge of national security. We're going to take a break. We'll talk more about this. I do want from the uh, London Telegraph 30 now, the latest death toll is 30. Uh, The Paris deputy mayor says it's too early 
to, ta- to say if the attacks were coordinated acts of terror. It does look that way. U.S. officials state that the attacks were coordinated. We will find out more as how we knew that and can make that statement. So far, the latest death toll is 30 in the City of Light. I'm Leslie Marshall, back with Brad Bannon. and we're going to talk about these terrorist attacks. Pick up the phone and join us, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And we'll also talk about attacks Donald Trump made verbally against his GOP rivals, including especially Ben Carson. Weigh in on both of these, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Paris, possibly terrorist attacks, 30 people have died. Your take, 888-6-LESLIE. And, of course, Donald Trump's attacks on Ben Carson and other GOP Rivals, 8886-LESLIE. Pick up the phone to join me. Follow me on Twitter at Leslie Marshall. We'll be back sharing your calls and your tweets. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall. Not left, not right. Just real talk at 8886-LESLIE. If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon from the London Telegraph and Associated Press. A hundred hostages in that theater is the count now and at least 40 dead in Paris. Could this be retaliation for the alleged killing of Jihadi John earlier uh, at midnight um, overseas? Uh, three attacks. Uh, they seem to be coordinated. U.S. feels they're coordinated. The mayor of Paris will not confirm that as of yet. Um, let's take some calls, Brad, shall we? People want to sure. react to this, and they should. This is their show of for and by them, the people. Uh, so let's uh, let's see uh, who we have here to take uh, the calls of. Sorry, guys, got a lot going on in front of me. Um, let's start it out. Is uh, John in Santa Fe with us online too? Still, John. Good afternoon. No. Hello, John. Oh, John Scott. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Let's go. Uh, let, um, okay, I can't see. Uh, no, I got a few here. I got Robert in Florida, line three. Uh, Robert, good afternoon. I know you have comments on both uh, uh, attacks, attacks in Paris and attacks by Trump. Thank you for joining us, Robert. Your take. Thank you. Thank you very much. I feel terrible for the people in Paris. It's a beautiful city. If anyone's ever had the pleasure to go there. Um, but, you know, the irony, you know, is that it could be a lot worse. I mean, I was actually watching a soccer game between France and England, and nothing, no play was stopped, nothing. And I saw the scroll on uh, my on my news feed that there was a shooting in Paris. And uh, obviously, you don't want to make seventy thousand people run for the exit, so maybe that's the best move is not to tell them anything. Well, um, then, then again, um, what are the, with the explosions that you saw when you were watching the game, Robert, at the stadium, because what they're reporting is that it was at a bar near the stadium. Yeah, no, it, it, this, uh, to be 100% honest with you, I was actually watching another game. As soon as I saw the scroll, I went over to then see Then you went over. Oh, I see. Okay, Robert, hang yeah. on. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more with you, with my co-host, Brad. All of you holding hang tight, I'll get to you. You want to join us. We have two attacks, one verbal from Donald Trump yesterday and the other GOP candidates, including uh, Ben uh, Carson, and especially, I should say, not including Ben Carson. And we have 40 dead, 100 hostages still in Paris. Attacks there. Comment on it. 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543.
Can't believe she said that? Check out what else she said. www.lesliemarshallshow.com New information, according to Henry Samuel reporting, according to BFM TV, one of the gunmen shouted, it's for Syria at the theater and Allah Akbar, which means God is great. There is no official comment on the motive. It's for Syria could mean it's ISIS and retaliation for Jihadi John. It's for ISIS and retaliation for those like Russia who are helping Assad. And it definitely will not bode well for the refugees Uh, throughout Europe, uh, especially those, I would imagine, who've uh, been taken into France. I would encourage people worldwide listening to my voice to not hate or blame innocent men, women, and children that are Syrian or Muslim for the alleged acts and attacks of these gunmen, of these murderers. No more than every man should be looked at as a rapist when they commit the majority of rapes. No more than anybody of a certain skin color should be looked at if they commit the majority of crimes. I say this because we become like those murderers ourselves when we stoop to that level of hatred in our hearts. Brad. Brad? situation. Uh, you know, let me uh, talk about a couple of points you raised because they're important points. One is, uh, if this turns out to be ISIS, and it's looking all more like it is, uh, you have to remember this is on top of the all those people who died in that Russian uh, plane crash uh, a few weeks ago. And this is, you know, this is uh, not a problem that's confined to the Middle East. Uh, it's hit the Russians. It's now hitting um, the French. Uh, and this is uh, a, a really major problem. Uh, and it's uh, just uh, very sad. And, you know, my guess is, doing a little predicting here, uh, that on the Sunday morning talk shows, that's all this is all they're going to be talking about is terrorism. And the other thing I wanted uh, to talk, discuss that you brought up, and I think it's a very important point. I can guarantee you next week, or maybe even tomorrow, there'll be all these nut, right-wing nutballs uh, running around uh, talking about, uh, you know, Muslims and terrorists and Barack Obama is a Muslim. Uh, unfortunately, that's one of the tragic side effects of this in the United States is uh, the bigots come out of the out of their corners uh, when something like this happens, uh, and instead of grieving for the people of France, uh, they'd rather attack uh, innocent people uh, just because of their uh, religious faith. Uh, and it's, it's a tragedy in so many ways. I agree. I agree. It's an ugly side of humanity. And I have to say, uh, even more so of Americans, because I don't, I don't see that, quite frankly, in every country when these things take uh, place. Well, let me give Um, you an example of that. Um, Last week, um, I saw this... I saw this thing on the, on the Internet from a white ring group saying that Hillary Clinton supports Sharia law. I mean, it's utterly ridiculous. 
Uh, but Actually, some right wingers would support Sharia law because Sharia law well, puts religion in char- puts religion in charge over government, which we see a lot of Christians in this country desire. You're right about that, um, but uh, you know, I just hope that Americans can stay calm here uh, because you know I. I don't want to see Muslim bashing uh, in the next few days, and unfortunately, I think we're going to see a lot of it. Uh, there's some people out there. Well, let's hope just... that human beings uh, turn out to be humane and yeah, not well, turn out to be America. like our enemies. I want to give some updates here, Brad. I want to take some calls. Okay. Uh, here are the movements of President Francois Hollande. Uh, Francois Hollande was at the France-Germany football match when the attacks began. He was evacuated at 22.15 local time. He was taken to Place Beauvau. Uh, excuse me, my French is not wonderful. Uh, the Interior Ministry, that is where he's currently holding a crisis meeting with his ministers and Manuel Valls, the Prime Minister. Um, uh, Francois Fillon, uh, who on Twitter is the former uh, Prime Minister, tweeted, war is upon us. More than 60 now confirmed dead, according to B. FMTV, hundreds, not a hundred, held hostage in that Bataclan club. By the way, Bataclan is not a theater. It is a nightclub. Security forces fear that there are several hostage takings underway in the city of Paris. France is on what's called multiple terror attack mode. Uh, That is the latest that we are getting uh, right now. And uh, we are getting that from the uh, the uh, telegraph. The telegraph seems to give us uh, the the uh, most uh, the quickest. They're updating in every 90 seconds or less. Uh, we're getting quicker reports from them than we are from Associated Press, CNN, or anywhere else. Uh, let's take some calls. A lot of people here uh, want to say things uh, this afternoon. And let's uh, let's uh, go back to Robert in Florida, Line Three. Robert, good afternoon. Yeah, listen, I, I hope I could contribute. My, my, my mouth is on the floor. This is terrible. Um, basically, you know, the timing couldn't have been better for these terrorists because if the people are on the streets, if you've been to Paris or any French city when the national team is playing, people are on the bars watching TV through windows and just hanging out, chilling out. And, you know, that's why you probably got 40 people on the street just laying there. And, um, you know, as far as how this plays out politically, I, I kind of agree with your, your other your guests. And um, but I think I think if we're smart, we can actually use this as an advantage. And I'm not saying I would like to make points out of someone else's tragedy, tragedy, but I would say this: How is it that people who are not French citizens allowed to go and buy AK-47? Some French person sold them those guns, and those people are terrible. Oh, we don't know if it was a French person. We don't know if they yeah. they had those guns. You know, they said this is for Syria. They could have come from Syria, or this, you know. Look, I think we're ignorant to think that there would be zero retaliation for the killing of Jihadi John this, uh, earlier today. Leslie, one, let, one, can I say one thing, Leslie? Yeah, I yeah. Agree with you there. I agree with you there. And, and maybe we need to be smarter about that, too. Let's not announce to the world that, hey, we got one of the bad guys. Let's do it a little quieter, a little more discreet, and let only the people who need to know know that information. Let's not, let's not uh, you know, cheerlead over this. You know, let's play a smart war game, you know? All right, and that I'll leave you. I appreciate you letting me talk. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Robert. I do want to tell you about the Bataclan Theater. Um, it is at 50 Boulevard Voltaire. It is in the 11th arrondissement, which is next to the 10th. It was built in 1864. The name refers to Bataclan. It was an operator by Offenbach. Um, and, um, and in 2013, um, 
uh, t- today it is part of that series of attacks. They've already updated this, by the way, on the theater. Um, it is uh, it is part of the series of attacks across uh, Paris. Um, there was a shooting that occurred there today, and then hostages were taken. The American rock band Eagles of Death Metal were playing. That was that is the crowd, okay? So people that went to see Eagles of Death Metal, it's an American rock band. And remember, folks, an American rock band in Paris at Bataclan. Um, it has eclectic programming, rock and pop concerts, so that you understand this is a place where bands and things play. This is a club. When we say theater, many of us may, may have been thinking movie theater or we're thinking theater with live performance on the stage. This is different. This would be a venue like you'd go to see a band play. Okay. So this was an American rock band, Eagles of Death Metal, ironic, uh, playing at the club when a shooting occurred and then hostages were taken. Right now we're being told more than 100 hostages have been taken and still that there is a hostage uh, situation. Um, What we have now, the latest is that uh, reporting from the uh, Telegraph. Just give me one sec as I refresh here. Um, The latest, um, uh, Alban was 24. He said he saw the gunman fire at police outside the Bataclan concert venue, is what they're calling it now. Um, he said police were running away and screaming and sirens were going full blast. Police were trying to block some of the streets and it was a total panic. A police source said the security forces fear hostages are being held at several locations. The mayor of Paris, who is Anne Hidalgo, has arrived outside that theater now. Um, police operations seem to be underway at that theater. Uh, 30 hostages have been freed. Thank you for your Prayers uh, that everyone, I, I and others, are asking for. Um, 30 hostages appear to have been freed. More than 60 now dead. Hundreds held hostage. Later than that report, 30 allegedly have been freed. Let's continue with the calls um, on this. And we go to uh, Ray in Santa Fe. Left us, Ray. If you want to give us a call back, please do. Michael in the Bronx, line two. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Brad. My utmost thoughts and prayers go out, not just to the people of um, in Paris, but all around the world. Because we got to think also that there are some of those here in America that do have loved ones out there in Paris. So it's, this is a worldwide crisis, if I can call it that. But thank God for you two for setting the record straight and reminding people of the avoiding of Muslim bashing, the avoiding of um, the, the other bash that you were speaking of, Leslie, that, you know, people of color should not have to be stereotyped. Um, people of certain religions should not have to be stereotyped just because of the actions of extremists. And like you had said, Brad, that my I share in that same fear that you're going to have some right-wing nut jobs that we're going to want to politicize this whole thing, and we're going to hear the same talking points over and over again, including, quote, my God-given right to have a gun. I mean, this is not the time for people to be freaking selfish here. We have human lives on the line here, human lives that have been lost, and I can, un- I can just imagine how stressful and how many people have the blood pressures 
boiling because they don't know what the hell is going on. And, and, to, Brad's point, and to Brad's point there. a few minutes ago, I already had a tweet from a guy that claims to be a part of the media, by the way, and I've blocked him, who said we should lock all Muslims up like we did Japanese and German Americans in World War II. Those, you know Japanese, those Japanese and German Americans were innocent. They were not Hitler. They were not culpable or responsible for or in any way guilty of the acts of the uh, prime minister and, uh, of Japan and, and the general of uh, Japan at that time who was educated at Harvard, by the way, and, uh, or uh, the, uh, Hitler and uh, the Nazis and any of the people that supported uh, the Gestapo and the Nazi uh, regime, the Third Reich. Uh, to, to, be clear, to be clear on that, we cannot go there and go back. History has taught us that was a, that was a wrong thing to do, a terrible thing to do, and a disgusting thing to do, especially as Americans. Michael? Can I, can I comment on that tweet that you said you blocked? And, and thank you for blocking that, by the way. But comments like that make me so damn mad. And it's maybe because you know me well enough. You were met in person. You know I'm an African-American person. You know that I am Catholic and Christian, even though I can get so mad at such ignorance. But the problem is, is that the generalizing of Muslims, do you realize that oh, I was walking in a certain street in the Bronx, and I passed by um, a couple of Caucasians, and would you believe they thought I was Muslim? Why? Because my, I have a dark skin color? Is that what this is coming down to? So this has come so doggone dangerous that we already have a tragedy in place. And what the hell do these people want to do? Make it a bigger tragedy by um, subjecting other you know, innocent people into this um, kind of mess? You want to turn around and execute? Or what's the word I'm looking for? Commit vigilantism just from your stereotyping? You know full well you wouldn't tolerate people done it to you. So why are you going to do it to others? Come on, grow up, people. Um, okay, thank you uh, for the the, uh, the uh, call. Oh, say and a prayer for me, please, because I'm scared. We're going to take a break, but I do want to give uh, the latest. Uh, my crew is working very hard to keep us up to date here, and um, we are uh, trying uh, to keep you up to date. Um, Hundreds of people spilled onto the field of the uh, stadium, uh, Stade de France uh, Stadium. A stadium announcer made an announcement over the loudspeaker after the match, telling fans to avoid certain exit, quote, due to events outside, but did not elaborate because they did not panic or hysteria. Now, at first, that did prompt some panic, but then the crowds walked. They were a bit dazed. They hugged each other, and they looked at their phones for the latest news of the violence. Many appeared hesitant to leave amid the uncertainty, especially after there were deadly attacks like Charlie uh, Hebdo. Uh, in, um, and, and certain, these are the dead, this is the deadliest attack France has had uh, in, in, in decades in Paris or otherwhere, anywhere otherwise in that country. We'll be back. Brad Bannon is my co-host. We'll be back with your calls and keep you abreast of what's happening um, overseas uh, in the City of Light. We'll be back. Leslie Marshall, when the truth matters. Give her a call now at 888-6LESLIE. Want to hear your conversation with Leslie after the show? Go to LeslieMarshallShow.com forward slash members. 
We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He is uh, Brad Bannon. There is a hashtag on Twitter, hashtag pray for Paris. If you would like to make your comments, we have posted on Twitter. You can add your comments there so people worldwide can let the people of Paris know that we support them. Um, in their time of grief, and the grief is uh, not over. Uh, The Paris shooting scores have been killed and injured. Uh, They're calling it a Kalashnikov and grenade attack that has taken place across the French capital of Paris. Um, There were several shootings and explosions across central Paris. Um, uh, The uh, latest, we're going to be um, hearing uh, momentarily uh, from the president who has issued um, a statement Uh, The White House um, has remarked that the president would be speaking, and we're going to bring that to you in just a moment. Uh, Pray for Paris, like I said, is uh, a a hashtag uh, on on Twitter, Um, and uh, if you want to make your comments there, I already told you about the stadium. We don't have an update. Uh, There were more than 100 hostages, allegedly 30 freed, and allegedly 60 people dead and others wounded at that time. Here is the president. I just want to make a few brief comments about the attacks across Paris tonight. Uh, Once again, we've seen an outrageous attempt to terrorize innocent civilians. This is an attack not just on Paris. It's an attack not just on the people of France, uh, but this is an attack on all of humanity and the universal values that we share. Uh, We stand prepared and ready to provide whatever assistance that the government and the people of France need to respond. France is our oldest ally. The French people have stood shoulder to shoulder with the United States time and again. And we want to be very clear that we stand together with them in the fight against terrorism and extremism. Paris itself represents the timeless values of human progress. Those who think that they can terrorize the people of France or the values that they stand for are wrong. The American people draw strength from the French people's commitment to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. We are reminded in this time of tragedy that the bonds of liberté and égalité and fraternité are not only values that the French people Uh, care so deeply about, but they are values that we share. And those values are going to endure far beyond uh, any act of terrorism uh, or the hateful vision of those who perpetrated uh, the crimes this evening. Uh, We're going to do whatever it takes to work with the French people and with nations uh, around the world uh, to bring these uh, terrorists to justice and to go after uh, any terrorist networks that go after our people. Um, We don't yet know all the details of what has happened. Uh, We have been in contact with French officials uh, to communicate uh, our deepest condolences to the families of those who have been killed, uh, to offer our prayers and thoughts to those who have been wounded. Uh, We have offered our full support to them. Uh, The situation is still unfolding. Uh, I've chosen not to call President Hollande at this time, because my expectation is that he's uh, very busy at the moment. Uh, I actually, by coincidence, was talking to him earlier today in preparation for the G20 meeting. Uh, 
but uh, I am confident that I'll be in direct communications with him in the next few days uh, and we'll be coordinating uh, in any ways. That, they that is the president of the United States. We are out of time on the show. Brad, thank you for being with us. Please, everyone, prayers and hashtag pray for Paris. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Think of these people and uh, let's try all that we can to help not to hate. We'll be back on Monday. Have a good evening. It's time to discover the world with your loved one. Turkish Airlines Fly Festival has begun. This Valentine's Day, you can enjoy 10% off in economy class and 15% off in business class for every two tickets you get. Book your flight with Turkish Airlines until the 14th of February and fly with the special fares of Turkish Airlines. For details, visit TurkishAirlines.com.